Welcome to episode 65 of Drew's Sports Crew. Here on this Monday morning, myself, Drew Skyberg, on solo duty. And look, this is the first episode with the whole podcast name now, Drew's Sports Crew. That name change officially taking place last Friday at the 1212 Sports Pub and Grill in Oshkosh. Our live show for Journey to a Million and... Look, I mean, that that show turned out well. I mean, we'll talk about it more on Friday for Journey to Million, but that was, that was Journey to Million, episode 26 took place there. And look, I mean, I can't, I can't thank the people enough who came out to the event. Also, we got Hannah Johannes for, you know, arranging this event with myself and then my crew, Zach Roush and Jared Vlesky. And, you know, it just turned out, like I said, it was a phenomenal event, and we were able to, you know, announce our partnership as well for the Journey to a Million. Thrive Fantasy and Journey to a Million are officially, there's a partnership there, and look, it was just an exciting night, and um, we're, we're looking forward, you know, we're, we're talking, hopefully we can, we can be back there. So, with that, uh, we got to talk about where to find us on social media. Look, everything's changing. The full rebrand is taking place, and that's why the title says New Show Layout because things are changing here on the sports crew, and for the better, they are changing. So now you'll find our social medias. Drew Sports Crew is, is where you'll find it. So it's yeah, just Drew Sports Crew all together, all lowercase, and that's where you'll find us. It's all universal now, so Twitter. Instagram. That's where you'll find us. That's our username there. And then on Facebook, it's Drew's Sports Crew. On YouTube, it's Drew's Sports Crew. And this podcast is Drew's Sports Crew. So you'll find us then. That's where it is everywhere now. So just keep that in mind moving forward. I just want to get that out of the way. And look, I got to talk about this new show layout, right? I mean, if that's in the title, right? You're going to be wondering what's going on here. So look, the show layout is changing Kind of. It's it's not changing completely, right? I mean, we still are going to have on this day in sports history. We're still going to have stats of the week. We're still going to have the shout of the week. But the weekly sports talk is going to be interesting here. The weekly sports talk is I'm not going to say going away, but, you know, it, it, might, it might not be there every week because uh, the plan is to now second half of the episode, there will be guests on, right? You know, for example, next Monday, we'll have on Bart Lundy, the head coach of the UW-Milwaukee Panthers basketball team. So how it'll work is that first half of the episode will be myself, Drew Skyrie. I'll just be on solo duty, you know, going through all the weekly segments. And then from there, we're going to go right to the interview and we'll talk and then the episode will end there. So, you know, you'll get the best of both worlds. You'll get myself at the start, you know, going through. I'll do my brew prediction challenge too, of course, but... Second half of the episode, it'll be myself with a guest, you know, and we'll be talking about a specific topic in sports. So, you know, it's still going to be more of a general themed sports show as, you know, the Brewer Prediction Challenge. We'll just go over everything a little bit in sports, but you'll have a guest in a specific area, a specific field. So just a little different there, but Drew's baseball crew, I mean, that's that's sticking around here. Episode two's like it's coming out this week. Schedule post says so too. Kenny Youngbooth is coming on. We'll be talking again. We'll be talking baseball. You know, we'll be talking about fantasy baseball, daily fantasy baseball, um, and just overall. You know, how this week in baseball we're going to be talking about. You know, previewing, looking at who's hot, who's not. Right, 
Um, and that's just going to be how we'll roll with that. So I guess I just want to get all those things out of the way as, you know, episode 65 is now here. And with that, I guess let's go into our segments. Shout of the week, you know, Shane Griepentrog, certainly well-deserving of the award and, you know, it has to go to him, right? State champion in the 3,200 and 1,600. And he, he was dominating at lacrosse and, you know, just a way, impressive way to end an impressive career. His legacy is certainly cemented in Wisconsin sports. And he's going to impress many at Minnesota. And, yeah, congrats to Shane on all that hard work. And, yeah, he's going to be doing great things. So, He's definitely the shout-out of the week, you know, without a doubt. But with that here, let's go to the stats of the week. So, you know, I'm going to stop doing the long ass on the stats because um, people on Journey to a Million, Jared and Zach, called me out on it. They said they're not fans of it. And at the live show, we did go through stats of the week, and they, they told me they did not want me to do it. So I did not do the stats. Instead, I'll call it the stats of the week. So... Only three of them because, like I said, it was at the live show, and you can hear some of the live show clips. We do have reels of them. We will be posting on our Instagram because we want to show the listeners what the sports crew is about. So with that, let's get to these three stats of the week here. And the first one is involving the Los Angeles Angels. Look, 11 in a row they have lost right now. So, you know, they're on that hot streak. People are saying, oh, the Angels they are going to make the playoffs. They're going to end their streak of five consecutive seasons over five under five hundred, I should say, which is the which is the most right now in the MLB currently. And look, right now Mike Trout, he at the time of this stat, which was June fourth, was over his last twenty two, which is the longest drought of his career. And this slump has dropped his OPS to nine seventy one. So. Uh, his OPS after the slump was still seventh best in the majors. That just shows how great and how generational of a player he truly is. So next stat here, Quinn Snyder, that was the big news in the NBA. You know, when the basketball crew gets going, we'll talk more about this impact here, but Quinn Snyder steps down. And with that, let's kind of talk about like the legacy Snyder will leave in Utah with the Jazz, he he has made the playoffs each of the last six seasons, which is the longest active streak in the West. However, they were not able to reach the conference finals during Snyder's tenure. Utah played 51 playoff games in the last six, six seasons. That's tied for second most in the West. Last one here is in the world of baseball. Josh Hader of the Milwaukee Brewers, 40 straight regular season games without a run. This ties the all-time major league record. Brewers are off today. So potentially, Tuesday night, I will be at that game. I could see Major League Baseball history, and I am looking forward to that. It's Bark at the Park night. I will be there, as I said. You know, I'm looking forward to that game a lot. And next thing here on this day now, on this day in June 6th, 2022 is the date and let's let's read some sports events here that took place so on this day in 1971 Willie Mays hits his 22nd and last extra inning home run on this day in 1975 Nolan Ryan's bid for second no hitter is broken in the sixth inning 
On this day in 1976, some NBA championship ones here coming in again. 30th NBA championship this one is. The Boston Celtics, they take care of the Phoenix Suns four games to two. Currently, the series ran out with Celtics and Warriors tied 1-1 to after the Warriors blowout went on Sunday night. On this day in 1992, New York Mets first baseman Eddie Murray records his 1,510th run batted in during a 15-1 blowout to the Pittsburgh Pirates to pass Mickey Mantle as all-time RBI leader among MLB switch hitters. Three more here on this day in 2007, the Stanley Cup Final at the Honda Center in Anaheim. The Anaheim Ducks, they defeat the Ottawa Senators 6-2 for a 4-1 series win, and this was the Ducks' first championship for them, the Anaheim Ducks there. And then on this day in 2011, the MLB Draft, UCLA pitcher Garrett Cole, is the first pick by the Pittsburgh Pirates. And then on this day in 2013, the MLB draft, Stanford pitcher Mark Apple is the first pick by the Houston Astros. So that'll wrap up here for on this day. And that kind of leads me to the Brewers prediction challenge. And I myself, Drew Sky, was on solo duty last week as well. And my prediction was off. Yes, it was. I thought they were going to have a good week. And then injuries hit. And, um, yeah. So, I'll just leave it at that. Let's just say Drew took the L last week. He was wrong. So, I mean, now we just look to next week. The beauty of baseball, right? You play 162. I can look to next week. We're now in June, right? But let's do a little recap of last week, right? Memorial Day. Brewers got the doubleheader. They win the first two games of the week. I'm feeling good. You know, they win both of those, and then they lose that tough game Tuesday. 8-7, to seven, they lose that one, and then they lose on Wednesday, then 4-3 three, to three there, and then then we have a four-game against the Padres, right? Uh, the 5-4 to four win, you come back, you know, from from down on base chase, you know, gets on base when it, when it means most, and Brewers win that game, and that was just an impressive game there. And then they lose 7 nothing. Joe Musgrove looked phenomenal Friday night. And then Mackenzie Gore, you know, comes back and on Saturday and looks just as good. And then I'm Brandon Woodruff follow a day. I was at that game as well. You know, tough game. It's just the bats. I mean, those last three games, Friday, zero runs. Saturday, zero runs. Sunday, Colton Wong. Was the story two home runs there? But look, that that four game series against the Padres that just took place was very fu- frustrating. You know, as a Brewer fan, just looking at the box score, just it was not not your Brewers brand of baseball, especially at home, right? I mean, this team is one of the best home run hitting teams in baseball, and especially at home, they are one of the best. You know, home runs per game in that stat and. Look, it just it just looked abysmal these past few days, and Christian Yelich is certainly a story, and you know not necessarily a good one right now because he is not playing well right now. I mean, this might be this is the worst week we've seen of him so far in the season for sure. Uh, his OPS plus now dipped down to ninety two, so now he's below league average. Right, keep that in mind. So he, he's below. Below average right now. Not just average. We usually got the average level. Replacement level Christian Yelts. Right now he's below replacement level basically. And 
Look, Rowdy Telez has kind of cooled off these past few days, but he's still batting at that 256 clip. OPS is still over 800. Colton Wong's heating up. That's that's good to see there. McCutcheon broke out of that 0 for 32 slump with that walk off hit on Thursday. That was good to see. Tyrone Taylor's cooled off big time, right? I mean, he had that big series against the Cubs. You know, Victor Caratini's been hot as of late, has hit a couple home runs this past week. And look, the big story is about all the guys in the IL right now Renfro, Adamas, Narvaez, and then Urias is day to day. Brasseau is on the IL. Look, this is this is hurting the Brewers right now. Woodruff's on the 15 day IL. Peralta might not be back now. It sounds like till August. And that's where guys like Ethan Small gets thrown in to start. Jason Alexander also gets thrown in to start. We'll talk about both those guys. Alexander actually pitching well enough to get another start. What was it with a big story, too? I mean, going seven innings in your Major League debut will certainly get you another start. And Yeah, well, I mean, let's go through this these Brewer games, right? I mean... Doubleheader, right? You win them both. Josh Hader, two saves one day. Dominance yet again. We talked about it. uh, But the big story, you know, Ethan Small pitching in his big league debut in that first game. Look, I mean, overall, it was was okay, right? I mean, going through it, he only went two and two-thirds innings. Got four strikeouts, but, you know, he wasn't necessarily ready, I don't think, to make his debut. It seemed, but for me, the biggest thing, I, I guess the stuff's there. I think, you know, you just got to get a couple miles per hour more on the fastball. And I think that might, that might be it for him right now. He's cruising at 92, maybe might get up to 93, 94. But I think, you know, if he, if he can get the fastball up in velo and overall the deceptiveness, his delivery already offers, I think. I think it'll be solid, and I think it's just some mechanic mechanical issues as well. But we got to talk about Jason Alexander, right? Him going seven innings. Look, for me, he looked a lot like the guy he was going against, Kyle Hendricks. Both guys who, you know, they're going to not throw hard. They're not going to get a lot of strikeouts. But they have the potential to pitch deep into the games because they're going to they're gonna get soft contact. That's exactly what they're going to do, and... The way Jason Alexander was able to do that in his outing, I think that that was a big part for this Brewers team. Like, like I said, three strikeouts in seven innings, and a lot of it was sinker inside, you know, two-seamer. He'll, he'll throw it inside the right-handed batter, really get weak contact, and he was really able to do a great job of that throughout his outing, and that's what got him seven innings. That's what got him another start in the big leagues at that point. Look, he's a 29-year-old journeyman. And with that, you know, being able to perform in his debut the way he did, I mean, he impressed a lot of people. Two, only two earned runs, 97 pitches as well, went deep in the game. And I think, you know, he he looks he looks solid. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to having him pitch another start, and I'll be at his second start, like I said earlier, Tuesday night again. So, Jason Alexander, look, that's going to be a name. You know, keep in mind, make those spots spot starts, and you know, Brewers just ride the hot hand. I mean, if he's gonna give you seven innings and outing number one, you gotta go with him for another outing. So, the Padres series now to kind of move on here uh, featured 
You know, Corbin Bird's getting rocked. No Woodruff missing his start due to his IL stint. No Peralta missing his start due to their IL stint as well. But, you know, we saw Corbin Burns, like I said, a big story. Him getting, you know, rocked in that start. But on Sunday, Eric Lauer, you know, there's some concerns with him, with how he's been performing as of late. It seemed like he was on the decline. He put together a solid outing. He, he ended up getting roughed up due to, you know, he gave up three runs. I mean, not really roughed up, but he ended up with poor defense. That was a story. I mean, there was some outs on the plate or on the base paths that should have been gotten, but they that didn't happen. And his ERA drops to 249, 2.49 with that. 61 strikeouts and 15 two-thirds. He's still pitching very well, right? Just some tough, tough, you know, plays for his defense. And, you know, that kind of costed him some runs at the end of the day, but uh, it was an interesting story, which we'll talk about on the baseball crew. We'll talk about, you know, a little bit about Josh Hader, of course, and we'll talk about what it looked like, you know, with extra innings and how that, our thoughts on that, right? Josh Hader pitching in the ninth, not going out for the tenth. Council actually said he had no no plan on doing that. It seemed, and then Trevor Gott comes in, hit, gives up the three run home run to Cronenworth, and you know that kind of that's all she wrote. So we'll talk about it. Like I said, a little bit more in the baseball crew talk about a little bit about the thoughts on Josh Shader, you know, fantasy value, all that good stuff. So with that, you know, we're going to kind of preview next week here. Get the, give myself my record prediction, give the record prediction, and then I'll, we'll be on our way here. So looking at it, Brewers finally get an off day today, right? First off day in almost three weeks. That's like two and a half weeks. And you get a homestand here. You got, you get three games at home, and then you go to Washington. So you get three games at home. You get three game series against the Phillies, right? New manager, Joe Girardi, fired new manager there in Philly. They come to play the Brewers for that three-game series. You got Jason Alexander, like I said, against Rangers Suarez on Tuesday night. And then three-game series at Washington. They face the Nationals is how that'll work. So I got six games to choose my record from. So Looking at it, look, Brewers are getting guys back. I guess to give us kind of some IL updates, it seems Willie Adamas should be back and ready. And then also, looking through it, uh, Narvaez is going to be ready soon here. And then I I think we can expect Renfro here in this upcoming week as well. There's a little bit of delay with his, and we really didn't get any more updates on that. But I expect I expect Renfro to be back. So, you know, with that, I mean, take that into account. I I got some guys back because right now, I mean, the top five guys in the order are, you know, who usually play, but then the bottom four are guys, you know, who we'll see on the bench, right? We've seen Hero get more playing time. We've seen Jace Pearson, who's taken advantage of it, to say the least. He's played very well this past week. And then also Pablo Reyes is a guy who, who's gotten the spot. He's batting ninth right now. But overall... I'm gonna look at look at the six game slate here. I'm gonna go. I'll go four and two, right? You know, I went six and two last week, and that didn't work out for me at all. I'm gonna go four and two here. I like the Brewers' chances. You know, to put together a, a nice week, right? You know, two games over five hundred for the week. You'll take that any day. So, um, that's how I'm gonna roll. 
for that. And, yeah, to kind of wrap up the Brewers talk, offense, not hot right now. Pitching, pitching's been okay. Devin Williams has looked better. I mean, we saw him put together that excellent, beautiful eighth inning on Sunday. I know it didn't mean much as they lost the game, but, look, he looked great. And, I mean, that's what you ask for. That, that's what you'll ask for from out of him. And uh, who else we got to talk about? Lauer, or Lauer put together, like I said, a nice bounce back start. Hauser is looking better as well. Hauser's ERA is actually down to 3.51. I want to point that out. It, he, it seemed like he was getting roughed up like crazy, and his FIP is also 3.65. Hauser's looking good. I mean, it's the guys who had the great second halves last year, and that is Burns, Hauser, and Lauer. Right? And Hauser and Lauer are the top two second halves, you know, for the Brewers last year in terms of ERA and FIP. And those two, you know, are, are pitching very well right now, and they are pitching, you know, stats-wise – very nicely, you know, in ERA plus. And right now, actually, after Corbin Burns' rough outing that took place on a Saturday, Eric Lauer's ERA plus is actually one point higher than Corbin Burns. Obviously, you'd still take Burns, but still. I mean, that's a nice thing to point out. Hauser being above league average to 119, but Brandon Woodruff right now at 88, and I know he's dealt with injuries and bad luck, and his FIP points to that. His FIP is... 3.84 compared to his 4.74 ERA. And then also Freddie Peralta. His ERA is 4.42, but his FIP is 2.14. So you have three guys who are pitching well. And then you have two other guys who are pitching who are pitching just fine but are getting unlucky. So this Brewers team's gonna be fine. And you know, they're they're gonna do great things as they've done. Josh Hader is just you know on a different planet right now when it comes to pitching. And other bullpen guys, Williams is Picked it up, has pitched better. Ashby, we got to talk about him too. You know, that's another guy who's racked up two great starts this past week, both with high strikeout numbers, both with high swinging strike percentages as well. And I know the results might not been there as much on Saturday when he gave up four runs, but you know they certainly were there when they faced the Cubs on Monday night last last week and. Yeah, I, I mean, Aaron Ashby's looked great this year. The 1-4 and four record is certainly deceiving. Look, you know, he's a guy who certainly has won a rotation spot, but you know, he's certainly a valuable piece to keep in mind. There's there's clips of him just lighting it up on on Twitter, right? There's some videos of some of the pitches here he, he threw, like to Manny Machado. It's like, how are you supposed to hit that? And, you know, when his K per 9 right now is 11.7, I mean, that that totally makes sense. And right now, looking at it, Josh Hader's at 14, Devin Williams at 15.8. Like, come on. You know, this Brewers staff, we were spoiled with pitching, to say the least. But, yeah, I, I went 4-2. and two. And I'll wrap it up here. Like I said, this is kind of a shorter episode here on this Monday morning as I want to talk about the new show layout. Wanted to just wrap up with that and talk about the live show, right, as, as that turned out to be a huge success. So remember, Drew Sports Crew is where you'll find us on Instagram and Twitter, right? No spaces with that, no underscores, just Drew Sports Crew. And then also on YouTube and Facebook, it's Drew's Sports Crew is how you'll find us on those platforms. So 
That'll wrap it up here. Drew Skyberg signing off. So thank you all for listening to yet another episode of Drew's Sports Crew, the perfect podcast for you.